You're listening to The Health Classes You Missed. My name is Monica and I'm a secondary school health teacher with a passion for all things health. Whether you're currently at school or you finished 20 years ago, this podcast will help you understand those topics that may have been skimmed over, considered inappropriate or flat out ignored. So sit up straight, faces forward, let's get into it. I am finally back in front of the microphone after just over a month off, I think. I started my first full-time teaching job, so of course I've been so busy trying to figure everything out. I also had my birthday and just so many other social activities, so I've definitely had to push for time to kind of get in front of this mic, do some research for a few episodes, but I'm back. I feel like I kind of have my planning somewhat sorted now. Uh, I'm getting into a really good routine and I'm just really, really excited to finally be able to get back into recording these podcasts, which of course, talking about routine, talking about habits today, that's what brings me to this episode. Now, starting a full-time job, of course, was super hard getting used to that routine. I have been at uni for four years prior to this and anyone who is at uni or has been to uni would know that that lifestyle is very different. Now, I've definitely not been prioritizing exercise or my normal routine that I'd kind of created based around my uh, uni life or my retail job life, those sorts of things. Now, I was recently gifted a book called My Morning Routine, How Successful People Start Every Day Inspired. And this was really, really great. I feel like there's always those moments in your life where you feel like things come to you at the time that you need them. Uh, This was one of those times. It really inspired me to get going with a solid new routine now that, of course, I've got a whole new work schedule. So this book also really prompted me to do some other research regarding this topic, and I thought it would be a fantastic time to make an episode about it. And that's just because I feel like coming out of summer, it is now the 2nd of March on the day that I'm recording. We're into autumn. I had to think about that for a minute. Uh, And this is kind of that time of the year where, you know, the weather's changing and maybe we let go of our New Year's resolutions a bit or we start, you know, really getting back into work and our goals might uh, go out the window a little bit. So here we have the importance of creating habits or routines. Now I'm going to talk about this in general. So this can be for anyone at any time. However, right now and for the past couple of years, we have all felt stress, probably more than normal. And that's because of so many different things. Of course, the pandemic being the main one. But now what's going on in Ukraine, there's natural disasters going on in Australia at the moment with the floods and things like that. Routine is even more important during these times of stress, especially if you're feeling affected by what's going on or if, you know, maybe you've got something personal going on as well. So in this episode, I'll be focusing on a morning routine as I think this will probably benefit most of my listeners. For example, if you go to work or if you go to school, ticking off things that you can do or need to do in the morning I find I'm most productive during this time. 
uh, is a really, really good way to go about it day to day. Now, I should also say before we start that a morning routine may not be for everyone and creating these habits may not be for everyone. So hopefully you can take this advice if you are someone, maybe your work schedule doesn't permit you to have a morning routine. Uh, maybe you're a parent and you find that you have time in the middle of the day rather than the morning. Hopefully you can kind of listen to this and construct your own based on you know when it's going to suit you. Now, as we've probably all heard before, creating this kind of positive and consistent change in our lives is about making lifestyle changes. So of course, the key word here is life. That means that you have to commit or you have to be willing to commit. And I know this might seem a little bit scary to begin with. I definitely feel that too. Uh, But according to a 2009 study published in the European Journal of Social Psychology, it can take anywhere between 18 and 254 days for a person to form a new habit. However, 66 days is what it takes for a new behavior to become automatic, is what they say, is what the research says. Now, of course, again, there is no one-size-all-fits approach when it comes to this. You just need to find things that are going to work for you and for your life. But this statistic here just again confirms that you have to do this for a while and push hard at it for a while before it starts to feel automatic or natural. So, What is a habit? According to a research article in the British Journal of General Practice, habits are defined as actions that are triggered automatically in response to contextual cues that have been associated with their performance. So authors in this use the example of automatically washing your hands after the toilet. Now, washing is the action and using the toilet or going to the toilet is the contextual cue. Once we form a habit or the initiation of the action is transferred to external cues, meaning that we don't really need to think about it, we leave room for other tasks because mental resources are no longer being taken up trying or actively trying to do something. Now, if you think of this when we're talking about creating morning routines or creating these habits in the morning, the aim of the game is to make sure that this eventually becomes something that we just do habitually. So we are able to get up. We know exactly what we're doing. You know, if your first thing is, I want to wake up in the morning and drink a glass of water, you want to get to the point where you just do that in the morning without even trying. You wake up at whatever time your goal is and you get up and you drink a glass of water. That's the first thing that you do. Now, of course, again, I'm using morning routine because I feel like this is the hardest thing for a lot of people. I am absolutely one of those people or I have been in the past where I don't want to get up unless I really, really have to. And that's been really hard. Sometimes I'll set my alarm and I'll snooze it about eight times because I know that I don't actually have to get up until a certain time. Now, if I'd continued on with a particular routine, getting up is going to become so much easier. And I'm going to explain why throughout this episode. So before we get into the steps of forming a habit, I should probably talk about why having a routine is actually good for you. Now, I touched on this before regarding stress and being able to feel like, I guess, you can have some sort of control in your life during stressful times. It helps us manage stress and anxiety in a much more productive way. Lower stress levels forms good habits throughout our routine 
It can force you to take better care of your health. You can feel more productive and more focused for your day. It also encourages you to do things as I said, that feel like you are more in control. Now, the key to a good routine is adding structure. So this is setting yourself up and having a sense of predictability about your day or about your morning or about whenever you are implementing this routine. In addition to this, routine actually promotes self-care as well. It actually allows you to give yourself time for the important things and the things that we often need, but we neglect. Now, I my biggest thing is that I spend way too much time on my phone. Now, when I created my routine, I had specific things that I had to do at specific times. And this meant that I, I wasn't uh, spending time on my phone. And at the end of the day, it meant that I had more time to do the things that were good for me. I had more time to relax. I could take a bath. I could read a book. Those things that sometimes you feel like you're so busy or your life's going full speed ahead and you just, oh my God, I do not have time for that. We do. We spend time on things that are not necessary too much of our day. And now, of course, everyone is different. So if you work 18 hours a day, if you work 12 hours a day, if you work, you know, you have to travel here and there and you've got kids or whatever else, you're going to have other things that fill that time up. What I'm saying is that there is something about the way that we can get things done more time effectively if we create an actual routine, we write it down, we make sure we stick to it. um, And then yet ultimately, it does give us more time for other things. So now I'm going to go through the steps of forming a habit. So the first one I've got here is actually becoming aware of the habits that you have now that you want to change. Now, I just touched on this, but a huge one for me is getting off my phone. I am so bad at getting stuck on an endless scroll and I hate it. I sit there and I go, what am I doing? And only recently have I been able to be conscious enough to sit there and say, get off. And sometimes it still doesn't work. And we all know that feeling. If we've got an iPhone, if we've got apps, if we, you know, you're sitting there and sometimes you may feel like that is actually your your self-care or your time, but it just makes me feel tired. And I definitely don't want technology in my face at the start of my day. I do not want to be waking up and having Instagram the first thing that I look at. Now, this is a really hard habit to break and I know that I'm not alone in this, but that's just one example of, I guess, how to identify something that you want to change. So thinking about how is this particular habit benefiting you? And if you can't think of any reasons or many reasons, that's probably a good time to think about changing it. Number two, once you've made room and taken out some of your maybe bad habits or negative habits, you can start adding your new ones in. Now this is, I've talked about this before, this is about finding your non-negotiables in your day. So for example, my non-negotiables are that I exercise in some way, shape or form. This could look like stretching while I'm watching TV. This could be walking my dog. This could be going to footy training. This could be doing a hit session. My biggest non-negotiable is making sure that I move my body at least once a day. And as I said, 
doesn't have to be super strenuous. It can just be movement. Now, before you even begin to think about implementing your routine at all, you need to sit down and think about what you actually want from it. Is it productivity? Is it to make sure you get your exercise done early, to do something good for your mental health, to, like me, stay off your phone, to, you know, eat a nutritious breakfast? It could be anything, but you need to find something that's going to work for you. Now, the first thing that I would suggest you do is to write down some goals that you want to achieve every day and see how you can create a routine to get some of these done before work or before school. Now, I know personally that I'm generally more productive before work than I am after work. And you might be the opposite. So as I said, use this for you. However, for me, I get home and I just think I drive quite a while to my work. And once I'm out of the car, I just want to sit down. I want to hang out with my partner and I do not want to do anything. So getting up and getting particularly my exercise done early if I can is a really, really key part of this. And you might still be thinking, you know, why is this actually so important? Why can't I just wake up, roll out of bed, get going with my day? Why do I always harp on about having a routine? And You can absolutely do those things, Um, but according to Headspace, researchers have found that creating routine can have far-reaching psychological benefits, including alleviating anxiety, stress, and even insomnia. And as I said, we all experience stress at some point in our lives, so that is why I think this is good for everyone. And look, maybe your routine will just end up being get out of bed, do 10 push-ups, get ready for work, go to work. That's fine. If that's your routine, that's what I'm saying. It's got to be what works for you. Maybe to be get up and write three things down that you're looking forward to in the day. Maybe it's get up and play with your dog for half an hour. It can literally be anything. Number three, this is about being realistic about what you want. Now, if your goal is to get up earlier and exercise, but you're used to going to sleep at 1am and maybe not getting up until 9am the next day, it's not likely that you're going to be able to get up at 6am just overnight. So we need to make sure that we're making small and achievable goals every week. And this is something that I have found super helpful when changing my routine. So for example, Just set your alarm 20 minutes earlier than you normally set it and then try and go to bed just 20 minutes earlier for starters. And this is just about adding one new step to your routine each week. So for example, if your end goal is to be able to meditate, exercise and journal all in your morning routine, I would suggest just adding one to begin with. If you are doing really well at that for a week, then think about adding the next step. Maybe if you've only done four out of the seven days, continue with the first one just to get used to it and then it'll be easier to add in a few more steps. Doing this and starting small can increase your self-confidence and that helps you to tackle bigger goals later on. Another thing, and I can't stress this enough, is also make sure that it's what you want and what works for you, not what works for an influencer online or your friend or anyone else. 
you need to choose your own self-determined goals in order to have a sense of autonomy and a sense of motivation. Otherwise, you are much less likely to stick to your routine. What works for someone else isn't necessarily going to work for you. And that's all well and good to get motivation or ideas from other people, but make sure once again that it's achievable for you. Number four is to write it out and plan it out. So writing down what you're doing rather than keeping it all in your mind is super, super important in this process. Firstly, planning it out allows you to see if it's actually viable. Can you actually fit everything that you want to do within the allocated time frame that you have before work or before school? When are you actually planning on implementing this routine? For this example, before work would kind of be your explanation. To be more specific, you can actually plan each block of your routine. Now, I like to do this personally because it makes me feel more organized, but it also means that at each time in the morning, I know what I'm supposed to be doing. So if I'm sitting there and I get maybe a little bit sidetracked and I end up on my phone for whatever reason, I can look at the time and go, oh, in, you know, at 6.20, I'm supposed to be in the shower. And I know that if I don't get in the shower, I am running behind on my routine and it means that I'm going to miss out on other things that I am wanting to do for myself that morning. So, For example, like I just used, you could say you keep 10 minutes to meditate and you take 15 minutes to eat breakfast and you can kind of lock in those times each day so you know exactly when you're waking up, you know not to snooze your alarm because that just means you're going to be further and further back in your routine. Planning when and where you actually will partake in your planned activities is also important. So For example, I sit at my dining table, I eat my breakfast, and the only reason I go on my phone in the morning is to do the Wordle of the day. (laughs) Now, I know that this is where I will be when this happens every single morning. So I've got that in my head. I've got that written down. At that time in the morning, say, you know, 6.40, I'm sitting there, I'm eating my breakfast and I'm doing Wordle for 15 minutes. And I know that that is when and where I will be doing that every single day or every day that I'm implementing this routine. It's also a good idea that if you do write it down, you should stick it up somewhere in your house that also reminds you to do it. So this could be beside your bed, this could be in your office, this could be on the fridge, wherever it is that you're going to look at it quite a lot. And this is just going to be a good reminder and maybe even a great motivator for you. So, so far we've had number one, becoming aware of the habits that you want to change. Number two, making, I guess, room for, you know, taking out those bad habits and adding the new ones. So finding your non-negotiables. Number three is about being realistic about what you want and making sure that your goals are actually achievable. We want to start smaller. Number four is making sure you actually write it down and you're planning it out properly. Number five, pretty self-explanatory, but making sure that you stick to it. Now, it can be so hard to motivate yourself to get up or do something new. And I fully understand that, especially in the morning, especially in winter when it's cold. 
but it's just important to make sure you take it day by day. And it's absolutely okay if you take a break if you need to. So for example, I don't follow my routine on the weekends. I make sure that I get to sleep in. I make sure I sit and have a coffee in bed. It's okay to do that, to change it up on Saturdays and Sundays or whatever days that you have off in the week. Self-love, of course, is about giving yourself a break as well. But self-love is also about doing things that benefit you and are good for you, not only physically, but mentally as well. I found something that has helped me kind of ease my way into this is writing a daily to-do list of the things that I want to accomplish in the morning. And of course, this could change day to day. Now, when I say in the morning, this doesn't just have to be before work. Sometimes I, as part of my morning routine, when I'm writing things down or journaling, I will say I need to get these main things done throughout my day. At the end of the day, I can then go back and tick what I got done off. Of course, again, making sure that it is attainable for you on that day. So as I said, it's important to make sure that you are still listening to yourself and your body during this process. You don't want to be, uh, I guess, burning yourself out at the very start. It's probably expected that if you're creating a change like this, a lifestyle change in your life, you're going to feel a little bit tired. Maybe it's going to take a little while to adjust. Um, And of course, as I said, if you need a break, give yourself a break. But according, again, to the British Journal of General Practice, creating a habit is more effective if you can avoid too much variation in the beginning phases. So doing your best at the beginning when it's the hardest time to do it, when it's not, you know, that easy automatic behavior, that is super important. Another important thing is making sure you don't beat yourself up if you find yourself unable to stick to your routine. This just means you might need to rejig it. You might need to redo it and think about why. Why isn't this working? Why am I not waking up at 5am now? Have I eased myself into these changes or do I expect that I'm just going to change overnight? It's really, really hard to just change your entire routine overnight. That's where we go back to step number three and making sure that we are creating goals that are achievable and we are just starting small. And of course, as with everything else that I say, reflecting is super important during this entire process. Remember to be kind to yourself. And if something isn't working, change it. There's no rules. You don't have to stick to what anyone else is doing. You definitely don't have to stick to what you've seen online. Make sure what you're doing is actually good for you. So that is all from me for today's episode. This one was a little bit shorter today, which is good, probably a bit easier for some people to digest. I know a few of my most recent ones have been quite long. I have a few more exciting guests coming on or I've got them planned to come on uh, in the coming months. Now, of course, uh, trying to juggle this and my job, I'm thinking I will get about one podcast out every month, maybe two if I can manage it. It's a lot easier when I'm interviewing people, so I'm just going to have to see how I go. But I hope everyone's still enjoying these episodes. I hope you feel more informed about habits and routines and you might even feel more motivated to make one for yourself now. Have a great day, stay safe, and I'll be back in your ears very soon. See you later.